0: Guys, real quick before the intro gets going, I want to remind you that this is a free podcast. It's one of the things that I uh, love about it. I love making it free, available to everyone. That's one of the great things we can all agree uh, about podcasting. It does take uh, time, energy, and uh, the work of people. Aside from me to get it done, as you know, I have never uh, really worked with a sponsor before, but I do have a sponsor that I want to give a shout out to in this episode. Uh, It is HostGator. I know that probably you think to yourself that must mean, a company that specializes in hosting alligators. Let me correct you right now. It's actually the best place to get a website. They offer premium web hosting at low costs. Grab a .NET it's the best way to get a killer domain name that's not 180 characters. Uh, these guys are available 24-7 365 days a year. Uh, you can chat. You can do email support. They offer hosting for any size site with shared VPS and delicate, dedicated servers. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what any of that means uh, because I'm super unweb savvy. Uh, perhaps these are the people who can come in, clear that up, and uh, help you out on your way. Because I'm not going to be the person to design your site, guys. I think we all know that based on my total lack of technological savvy. Uh, we could, they can could move the site for you if you want to transfer. Um, and if you head over to CoastGator.com, you buy some hosting, get some .nets, and use the coupon code JVClub to get an extra 30% off and support the show. Again, uh, I do need to acknowledge them as sponsors because they are making it possible for me to get t-shirts made. Um, get some production costs for the podcast uh covered and uh hopefully uh hook you guys up with some websites. So thanks to host gator and uh thanks to guys for listening to that. Here comes the intro right now.
1: Hey guys, welcome to episode 80 of the JV Club with Oh gosh, a guest that I'm so excited to announce. Um I see that like you don't already know who it is, but I'm so happy that Kate and I finally found a time to podcast together. We've been talking about it forever. Is there a single guest that I haven't said that about? Um, Schedules, schedules, schedules. As you can probably hear from my voice, I do have a cold. A little bit of a summer cold. Um, When I got sick, I thought, where did this come from? And then the second I got sick, everyone was like, oh yeah, you got the thing that everyone has. So I want to say, dear, dear listeners, I hope you do not have self-same summer cold. Uh, I want to quickly just acknowledge that... um, and this is something that I don't even with this on uh, on Twitter asked about. Yes, I did say I was going to be doing the podcast live at the Benson Ball in uh, Washington, D.C. That is the uh, comedy festival uh, that... Tignataro curates. Um, I will be there doing improv. I was going to do my podcast, but unfortunately, I now have to work in New York um, for part of that festival. So I'm going to be rushing from New York straight to do the improv show that night. And it just didn't seem to leave any room to do the podcast live. So that's what happened with that. Um but I'm going to be retweeting some Benson Ball details on our improv show uh, shortly. So hopefully that answers that. Um, I want to give some shout outs uh, via email to Andrew R, Rosalia, and Grant on Facebook. Claire uh, on the Jillian Nerdist page. Um, Nicole, yeah, I, I'll see if I can cough up a picture of my dad to put on Pinterest um, if he's if he's okay with the. Uh, sacrificing his anonymity I'm sure he's gonna be mobbed in the streets by people um PJ really lit into me uh, on on this uh, on his feedback in this uh, on the Jillian page. Uh, not a fan of the Disneyland rides um, question, and uh, also accused me of not having a great French accent. So thanks a lot for that, PJ. My heart is broken. Ian, Amy, and Sean, thanks for your feedback. Ellie, oh right, uh, the song at the end of Maggie's episode. You know we talk about it in the episode um, for sure. It's named, and I'm so sorry that I don't have time to pull that up, but I'll. I'll try to email it to you or, you know, um, uh, put that on the on the Nerdist page, but it's definitely mentioned in, in the episode because uh, it's her friend's band. Um, what else did I want to quickly say? Amy, Michelle, and Alec, thanks for your feedback on Jillian's Nerdist page. Caitlin, thank you for the hilarious Husky Playing in the Leaves video on Twitter. Hilarious. Loved it. Um, and, uh, and my Twitter wouldn't load past a certain amount of tweets, so that is all I have for Twitter this time. Uh, please enjoy this episode. I'm very confident that you will as kate mccucci could not be a more delightful human being um you probably already know that you're probably a fan of garfunkel and Oates. if you're not you need be media enjoy the episode and uh i'm gonna go uh rasp my way through the rest of the day with this cold take care guys now entering nerdist.com
0: All right, um, if you are distracted by the sounds of my dog gnawing on an antler, I apologize. Is it an actual antler? I think it is an actual antler because they shed the antler, you know, the, 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 the deers, they shed the antlers, the elks, they shed the antlers. <laughs> And um, and I think there's like The remainder of marrow inside Oh yeah So dogs love chewing on antlers And it's like a natural Like a good natural thing For their teeth somehow And for their I don't really know This isn't
2: something That like came from the yard Randomly right?
0: This no is, like, it didn't I think... I, And I didn't like pluck it I didn't tear it off Of a, a, a like some sort of a steer Anywhere I, this is On my way here I saw a, a steer, steer
2: With only one antler I thought no Well <laughs> let's just say That's a coincidence <laughs> This is a
0: really weird coincidence Because I did This is definitely a store body Oh god um, Kate thank you so much For doing the podcast Thanks for ta- having me We've been uh, talking about it I for, know Since the inception Of this podcast How long is that How many like years Like a year and a half A year and a half Okay and so a year and, and a half We've been talking about A comfortable year this. and a half Yeah. Here we are And it was and it, it As it often tends to be in, in this crazy Los Angeles World of ours It does become this kind of Last minute-y like Wait I could do You could do We could uh, I'll see you there like, <laughs> And that's the kind of What happened comes today Unplanned Yeah and uh, and so we've made it here together, and I'm just delighted.
2: I'm so glad. I'm so thank you for having me here. Is that a Keith Haring T-shirt? It is a Keith Haring T-shirt. Do you have strong feelings about Keith Haring? I have great feelings. I I love all of his work. I actually um I was staying at the standard in New York about three years ago and they were they have all these art documentaries that they play on the T V and the Keith Herring one was like on a loop. And I knew of him and I you know I'd studied him in school. Yeah. But uh but then watching that documentary a few times in <laughs> over the course of like two days uh <laughs> and I was, bits and pieces and yeah, fits and starts. I was pretty obsessed and I have I have like I don't think you know, i have seen his documentary. I, I, you know what? And I wish I could tell you the name of it, but I just I don't even... It's, names don't stick with me. It's me real good, it though.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so, okay, let's back up to
0: you saying that you studied him in school. So did you, like, do you mean in a... Because I feel like I took some, maybe some very basic art history classes, but did you study I,
2: extensively? Yeah, I minored in art history, so... Ah, that's um, so cool. I majored in art, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, along the way studied him and a bunch of other people that... You know, information often doesn't stick in my brain, <laughs> so <laughs> I was really, really good about learning my art history. I couldn't really tell you a lot about it now. Right. I would go. Yeah, I would, I'm not going to grill you on artist by artist. But. I I was kind of obsessive though. Like I was, I was very much like a straight A student, and so in college, I um, we would do these really crazy art history tests where we'd have to remember names and uh, you know all different things about the paintings. And uh, I would go and I'd study like two hours a day, just. Like in the library with slides, you know. This is kind of before the internet. I'm very, very old. Oh, I'm, what's in know, I'm not. It doesn't make me sound really internet. I mean, the internet was around, but not enough to have like classes on the internet yet. Yeah. And so I would go and I would draw each slide on note cards, and then I would grill myself with the note cards, and and I got straight A's, but I also like made myself crazy,
0: you know. <laughs> but
2: the, what do I want to say about this?
0: First of all, I'm. Was it something that you felt passion for? Because the difference between that, right, that hunger for actually being interested in what you're studying versus feeling like it's obligatory and that kind of studying is just like the energy is so different in those two things.
2: Yeah, I think art history was maybe where both of those things met for me because like I, with my painting classes, like no doubt I could just paint all day. Like, I mean, I would just stay up till four in the morning painting and I'd be so happy. I I had my routine. This is when I went to an art school, um, in Pennsylvania, a two year art school, uh, called Keystone college, really tiny, but awesome school. And, uh, and I was like kind of a hermit. I didn't go out. I didn't, I remember being invited to a party, But I didn't go And I had I was very slow So like Slow in the sense that Like I did not date Even though I was in college I had a train set Set up in my dorm room Um, And you still have trains I do I have a new train set I know that you just Sent a picture Oh yeah That's right On my Instagram Yeah yeah, Nobody was in the park I have to buy people For my train set Because it's a very lonely land I Listen I I gotta quickly
0: tell you this Okay
2: I did work At a place
0: uh, I perhaps mentioned it On the podcast before When I lived in Flagstaff, Arizona I had two jobs When I was in college Uh, Working at a bead store where I like made hippie jewelry. Awesome. And working at a place called Grand uh, Canyon Railway, which sold tickets to this railway to like that would take you up to the Grand Canyon. But they also sold model trains. And I have extensive experience with model trains and miniatures in general. And I'm a huge fan of that stuff. And I will totally play uh, trains with you really anytime. And my I, dad has trains. Oh, my dad has a loose track in the, in his back room. So it's clear. So you don't even really see it. And that just, the, no. the trains just like go around and they seem to kind of float.
2: It's so cool. I, I would love to see that. That sounds awesome. I've never even heard of like invisible track. (laughs) It's like fancy. I mean, it's visible in the sense that it's still loose sight, but it's like
0: totally clear. So it's really cool. You can see the underside of the train and it's like up high. It's really cool.
2: That was always like my dream when I was a kid was like I was going to be like successful enough to have a studio apartment in New York City with a train that ran around the edges of the apartment. That was like what I wanted. I mean, I still would want that. I have I have a Z scale, which is the tiniest of mm-hmm. scales, I'm sure, you know. And, uh, and uh, so the people are super tiny. Yeah. So I'm thinking about getting like N scale people to put in the Z scale train so, so you can at least see what they're doing. But will it seem like they're weird giant people? Yeah. Maybe. But in a fun way. Yes. And, and the, it is amazing. I don't know if you've like seen the different kinds of like things. Like they have like some pretty crazy situations going on with little miniature people. I like, need to be visiting with this more i just happening. bought uh on ebay i bought 12 swimmers just oh. to put in my my river because oh, i was like that'll be fun i need as, <laughs> to see as many pictures in detail as possible oh, if not, come i'm over. sure it's gonna be like an instagram thing once oh, i i'll great. but uh but yeah i feel like uh i i there are you know you can have like robberies happen or so really great. dirty things i won't mention because i Oh, cause it, well, but, sure yeah. oh i'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's got to catch up with everything else. I wonder if that was always true. If like you could even in the old days when you people had train sets, if there were like women with our petticoats like exposed or you know yeah. even,
2: whatever the version was, it was like raw. It wouldn't surprise me because I feel like those guys that are like you know spending twelve hours a day working on their very you know detailed train sets, they probably are putting in some. I actually saw that once. It was um, really amazing. My dad and my brother and I were in uh, my hometown, and we went to a train show and i looked inside the hotel window and there was a threesome happening and i was like oh my god look at this it was amazing
0: so amazing yeah i love little discoveries like that you know what it almost feels like to me it almost feels like it's it's like the the olden times grand theft auto
2: yes that's a good way like to put
0: people it spend so much time in these video games that like all of these tiny nuances exist and they're just as complex as a real city and like all the little Easter eggs that you can find if you spend enough time doing it it's like that's, that's it. sort of the physical intangible version of
2: that they're like little like yeah Easter eggs perfect way to put it it was a funny thing is I said to my brother look there's a threesome happening and then the man whose section of the train that wow, he was standing there and he turned bright red <laughs> he's the one who put it yeah, in there yeah he was the one I know but I don't think he thought he secretly would look.
0: gets off on yeah. <laughs> people seeing his <laughs> tiny people having a threesome so that's why I he know. threw that in there which Such is crazy tiny
2: tiny people okay so you had trains
0: in college was you you let's let's pop back to high school then for a second because you didn't um you didn't date in college so I assume that you also didn't date in high school tell me
2: about what you were like in high school and where were you I so I grew up in uh well New Jersey first and then when I was eight we moved to Pennsylvania and Nazareth Pennsylvania and it's a pretty small town and I uh yeah I was like just always in my own world but like happily in my own world like my parents would be like can you please have a friend over. Like I didn't have friends over. I remember my dad, they would bribe me with money to have a friend over or go to like the school dance. Not a lot. Like, you know, we'll give you $5 right. if you go to the school we'll dance. $200. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I was just like so happy drawing and like playing music? And you're an and only child? No, I have a brother and like did you say that already? No, uh, okay. no, I didn't. Uh I have I, like, uh, I hope Oh, I don't that, know. I said I it like I have a like what, yeah. yeah, no, what, I have you a know, brother, yeah. Jenny, You know that. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know my Good. brother? Good. Actually, my brother lives here in LA, which is really nice. Um but and he's a woodworker and he makes kazoo's. Hey now. He works at Nick Offerman's wood shop.
0: So. This sounds like someone Mike Furman needs to know. Do they know each other? Uh,
2: no, I don't I feel think that they, would be but a I,
0: really nice friendship right there.
2: I, it's funny because uh, my brother Matt and his roommate Dave, I feel like Dave and Mike, I keep telling Mike this, they ha- they should be friends. So I have to make that happen. I need to have a party. What if you dropped everything and became a friend matchmaker for a living? That would be a pretty good job. If I had to drop, I think, I mean, I don't know if I'd be great at it. I've only done one like matchmaking. Thing where it worked for like a little while as a real couple, <laughs> yeah. thing, as a real couple, and then then it didn't work, and then I felt bad. But you but can't I really. I mean, you know, know, I know. You do what you can. I guess you do what you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were you just loved being by yourself, yes. and living inside your imagination, and I feel like I'm still sort of that way. But I, uh, yeah, I was I was like a happy loner. I, I played piano. My mom really kind of forced my brother and I to play classical piano and we would compete. That was a very big part of my growing up was that, and my mom's a piano teacher, but she wouldn't teach my brother and I because that would be too intense. I think.
0: Did you feel this? Were you competitive or were you sort of just there doing what you were supposed to be doing in the competition, but not feeling that fierceness that some people feel?
2: Um, yeah, I was. I think a little bit. I, I love contests. Like, and anyway, in, in fact, in high school, I was obsessed with radio contests. Like, I would I would uh, like call in. I had we had two lines at our house, which I thought was really cool. And so I'd have two <laughs> phones going and trying to call in at the same time. And I had my system of like how I was. Going. And I would win, and I'd win so often that they would be like, "Wait, is this Kate McCucci? I'm sorry, you won 30 days. Ago. You have to really? wait. You have to wait a certain amount of time before you can win again." And what were you winning? Oh, like, um, well, okay. Like usually, things like tickets to something. But I won Billy Joel tickets once, which was huge. That is huge. Yeah, I cried. It was so great. And then um, uh, I won a, a certificate for sausages. And <laughs> oh, a sausage certificate. Yeah, but then get this, I won a thousand dollars. And my we wanted to buy a dog because our our dog had passed away, and we wanted to get a new dog. And with that thousand dollars, we bought our. dog. I mean, he wasn't a thousand dollar dog, but you know, you gotta buy the fancy everything else. You know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we we got Jack he lived for 16 years but uh, but yeah so That's amazing Yeah, you have a dog that was the direct result of winning a radio contest. Yes. And uh, it was it was a crazy story. I have told the story on stage but basically you had to guess a little you'd hear a little tiny clip of a voice and you'd have to guess who it was. And it was like like a really quick like impo- and and these usually would go on for weeks sometimes months. They would play this clip and people would call in and be like nope, nope, nope. For a long time nobody yeah. would know. So somebody had won the day before, so this was a brand new clip. Okay, I was home, really, really sick with a fever, like terrible. You know, like where you can't lift your head off the pillow. Which, by the way, I, as adult, as an adult, I never get sick the way I used to as a yeah, kid. Yeah, like I even, know, even
0: if it's like the flu. Knock on wood. Knock wood. Yeah. Somehow that that sickness of
2: like being a kid and the fever and the sweat and the yeah, it doesn't really happen yeah. like that anymore. Thankfully, I know. But it's you know, my mom was there taking care of me and. And I hear this voice and I put my head to the radio and I just knew it was Stockard Channing. And I was like, Mom, call, call the radio. It, it, it's Stockard Channing. And she's like, Really? <laughs> and like my mom was like real nervous. She's like, You're sure? I'm like, Yeah, Stockard Channing. And I don't know. The only thing I knew about Stockard Channing was I had seen Tu Wong Fu, Thank you Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. uh uh-huh. I didn't even know her from Greece at that point because wow. I hadn't seen Greece. That's crazy. But um and then uh so my mom calls in and she gets through, which also is crazy. And she's really nervous. And they said, uh, who is it? Who, who's? What's the voice? And my mom was like, it's Stockard Channing. And just silence for a second. And the guy's like how the heck did you know that and she's like well my daughter has a fever and she put her head to the radio and she just had a feeling it was Stockard Channing and he's like you just won a thousand dollars and like we were that so excited so yeah, awesome. it was crazy what well, was it a clip from Tu Wang Fu no was it was it, just like a, I don't even know what the it was literally uh, like three seconds of a sentence amazing yeah. it was meant to be it was meant to be and then we bought Jack you were and, meant yeah. to have Jack what kind of dog was Jack he was a Bichon he was a great dog he played the piano oh, I, I had, oh yeah yeah you would hold him up and he would just sit there and he would move his hands and play the piano it was amazing okay, but uh, maybe yeah. the cutest thing ever coming from a house with a piano players <laughs> but uh yeah but yeah he uh, he was a great great dog i have many songs that i wrote about him which i now can no longer play oh. like because i'll just lose it
0: oh no yeah. so you were
2: songwriting from way back when huh um well really i started writing i was always writing little songs here and there but in college i started like really writing but my first song ever that i wrote was uh called betsy the cow and I was uh, about 15, and it was a snow day, so I had my snowsuit on that my mom had bought at the grocery store, because, you know, isn't it weird when grocery stores sell, like, things that aren't, you know, yeah. like, like here's a leather jacket that you can buy yeah, at Ralph's, like you know? like, thermal underwear, a lot of thermal underwear, yeah. Like, it's weird when so they always have, like, yeah, I had a snowsuit from the grocery store, and I was wearing the snowsuit, I remember very vividly, and I had my electric guitar, because, that was cool. And the uh, and I just wrote the song Betsy the Cow about this cow that's going to turn into a hamburger. Oh no. And I thought it was really How funny. It was like 15. That's My brother played good. the drums is yeah. So you started you both started out on
0: competitive classical piano. yeah yeah how then when did you pick up uh the guitar and when did he pick up the drums
2: oh uh, we were pretty young i think we were just interested in playing something that seemed cool you know and i would always my grandma had a guitar at her house so i'd always kind of pick it up and like try to teach myself and uh i mean i'm still just kind of a hack when it comes to gu- playing guitar but i get by and uh yeah so we would just jam we had a, in the basement we had what we called the music room and that's so yeah. cool did your dad yours your dad were your parents together the whole time yeah yeah my parents are or? still still married my dad's so really married. my dad's really cool like he he uh he would always make us toys like wood wooden toys and so like it's funny uh, and your brother's a woodworker i know go figure but it, yeah and so like uh like i remember speaking of snow days like he made us a sled for our gi joes oh. so like yeah <laughs> so it was really cool <laughs> but like yeah my dad's really creative like our house before before halloween like now halloween you can buy like so many things to decorate a yard yeah but before that was like the thing my dad would decorate our yard with like these simple machines he would have like oh my like a hand that came out of the yard holy and, smokes yeah it was cool. super cool so he's very creative what was his day job he's an electrician okay so yeah my mom's a piano did, teacher i could not love more that he like oh used his f- skills for good yeah in the world and kids creatively. would be scared to come over because like the hand was coming out of the air you know like so
0: great though that was yeah, yeah i have friends who who still i mean they really don't mess around every every halloween like to create this amazing scenario with like to scare all the trick-or-treaters and they and it's like the most popular house on the block and they are very serious about
2: it. it's it's crazy it's in L- in la like i feel like there are certain streets you just know like they are the the houses are really competitive oh yeah yeah well they do a whole
0: halloween walk it's an organized walk in my neighborhood they uh they close down some of the streets all the kids like get organized it sort of starts in a certain area and then parents are supervising they have people parents kind of volunteer to station themselves along the way and it's a very organized time so it's like you know six to eight thirty or whatever it is and it's like they mean business and I feel the pressure of like, I really got to, you know, do you decorate? Um, I do, I do decorate. I mean, I do usually like black and orange lights and I do, um, you know, sometimes I'll blow up like a thing and make a ghost and yeah, I, but I don't like buying stuff from the store either. I like kind of figuring out what, how to make something from what I have. Um, and then I do try to dress up and then I usually open up my garage door and just kind of do it from my garage. Cause my walkway is like kind of hard to navigate, It's like it becomes a weird single file line where kids can't even really pass each other on their way back. So it makes more sense to kind of do it out of the driveway. Wow. So it's like super. It's crowded. A lot lot of people like I always run out of candy and I buy more candy than I ever think I need. I'm like, I'm not going to need all this. Always run out
2: it's so fun though, like because yeah. I, I always feel bad for the houses where they're all ready for the kids and they have like you know tons of stuff and then nobody shows up so yeah I think I, that
0: that I do not I will never ever have to worry about that here I will never have to worry about that in this neighborhood um did you guys so did you do did your parents like dress up on, for Halloween and stuff did they engage themselves in a childlike manner in
2: that way too no I don't they never did just they but we would always have really cool, cool costumes my dad would like you know help to make you know, like the best thing that I ever was was a, a spaghetti table, which, I've. you know, you've Wait, probably what? seen them, you know, where it's like, I've definitely seen this in like, you know, kids. Do I it, don't where know if I've seen it. Where you like have a board and you're like your head is sticking out of the board and then there's like spaghetti hair and then like it's an Italian tablecloth. And I um, have never seen. this. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, uh. I later when I moved to LA and after graduating college I babysat uh, for a living and so I made the same costume for the little girl I was babysitting for and I put Italian music and I, I put a little like tape recorder playing Ita- Italian music and she <laughs> and she was like the hit of the of the street oh and I was so God. proud. So wait, does the, your face go on the plate and then yeah. on top
0: of your head is the spaghetti the spaghetti, so spaghetti it's, pretty grim. it's pretty gruesome. Yeah,
2: like you might be eaten and then like a yeah. little rose maybe with the, uh, you oh, know and gorgeous. The, do you have pictures of this? I, I do. I, I definitely do. In fact, I'll, I'll have my mom. Yeah. Have send, her sense yeah. of it. Because that is, that's the real McCoy right yeah, there. Was, I don't think I ever. That was by far my favorite costume.
0: Oh, that's a really good one.
2: But yeah. And then we used to do Mischief Night, which is not really a thing out here, but. In, on the East Coast, it is you know well, it's mischief night, the night before Halloween. You go and you just like cause mischief and like Never you know heard of cause mischief? Either. Is that even the right thing? Yeah, but, like, you cause you cause <laughs> sure. but it's like you toilet paper people's houses oh. and you know silly string and eggs and you know more da- like some people would like put toothpaste on cars and that like ruins a car. That's a bad yeah. idea. But um, and now I'm giving people bad ideas. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's what this podcast is really all about. It's how to hurt others. But the best thing was uh, in New Jersey, the our next door neighbors had just moved. From India, they were brand new, and so they uh, we were toilet papering their house. I was like seven. I was my brother and my dad, and you know it's Your really. Dad innocent. did it. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, my man, dad would oh, take My dad would never. <laughs> and then they looked outside, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And we're like, "Oh, it's a tradition. You know, we for the day before Halloween, you toilet paper." You know houses, and they they came out and they helped us, and they toilet papered oh. their own house. Wait, this is not how I think of TPing. I think of TPing <laughs> as being a
0: mean prank plant some that you hate.
2: That's, I mean, yeah, it wasn't so much. It was just like, you know, fun. Yeah. I don't think we we didn't hate them or anything. They were they were very nice actually. The, but then they had to clean up all the toilet paper. Yeah, they themselves. left it for a long time. They thought it was well, like cool. So,
0: <laughs> well, that certainly helps. Yeah. Did you call it TPing? Uh, or rolling We call it toilet papering toilet But that's papering. the long way to we say it We said to- We said TPing And I bring that up Because um, I was joking I was talking to April Richardson Who's done the podcast And she is like She's a little bit like Street anyway Which is hilarious Because she's like this uh, Stunning Right White girl from Atlanta but she talked She was talking about something And she was like Oh man We totally used to roll That guy's house And the way she said it Made it sound like It was so much more Like gangstery Yeah And then I was I didn't even know What she was talking about I was like What do you mean You used to roll Someone's house And she was like You know Toilet paper rolls And I was like Tee
2: Which sounds so much More benign And like goofy It also sounds like You're like doing a project About like Native Americans it, you're Absolutely
0: gonna, yeah. Form form a teepee Out of uh, yeah. toilet paper
2: I'm sure
0: that's where the, I mean, You know what I'm sure that's what They named it after I'm sure that they used to make them out of toilet paper (laughs) I'm not great in anthropology Um, okay so I'm loving everything that I'm hearing now where
2: did the train stuff come from was that a dad thing too yeah my dad had a train set that he got from when he was a kid actually it's like from the year he was born somebody gave him when he was a baby a train set and so we still have that. my dad still has that train and it's a really awesome O-Gage and we always you know have played with that and then I guess I just like smaller things did you ever get into dollhouses and stuff too not really. I was very much a tomboy, though. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't really have dolls. And even if I liked dolls, I was like, ah, no, I'll play with like the G.I. Joes. You know what Got I mean? It. Like, I, I, I don't know. And even though my brother's younger, I really like thought all his toys were way cooler. Yeah. You know, Um, and I like wasn't into Barbies or anything like that. So it trains to me. I, I don't know. I like I like things like the motion, like things that mm-hmm. move, you know, I like um like, whenever we would make dioramas, my dad would help me, you know, like, for school. And, like, they always moved somehow. <laughs> like, great. But, uh...
0: I love dioramas with all my
2: heart. Yeah. They're really... A, it's a great idea. Like, yeah. you make a world. Like, that's really what... It, I like making worlds, you know? I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Everything
0: about it. I, you must love the Natural History Museum, then.
2: Um, oh, like, in New York? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. The,
0: just any place like that where they create these sort of like, and all of a sudden you're in Alaska for a second, and all of a
2: sudden you're here for a second. And I love the kind of retro, one. like, you know, like some Please. of those are, so, it's so Please great. Please
0: remind me before you go that I want to show you the Windows on Nature book that I'm trying to even point to, and I don't even know where it is. But the the New York um, Natural History Museum has a book about the dioramas, uh, there we go. Windows on Nature up there oh, by the, the Earth Book. Okay. Um, and they they show you all. like it's, it's all the kind of cool 70s. And I love that one part of the Natural History Museum that's like wood paneling, like 70s wood paneling, like super 70s, like type print. Yeah,
2: on the, 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 oh, the typing. The like, yeah, I, I think that there's something so cool about... It just being left I, – I, it really bums me out when, when places update their – Me too. Like um, I was just talking with someone about uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania at Hershey World. Uh, uh, it was the ride that – when you go to Hershey Park, there was this big ride that you would – it would show you how they made chocolate. Uh-huh. I don't know. Have you ever been to Hershey I've Park? I've never been. It's sure really great, it actually. It's yeah. a pretty great park um, if you like chocolate. Um, I do. If you like chocolate and rides. Who's the fool who doesn't? I know there, <laughs> I know there are some of you out there, guys. You're not fools. But you are fools because it's great. Well, if you're allergic, it's okay if you don't like chocolate.
0: I guess. I think you should try to overcome
2: that. <laughs> um, but, but So her, wait Okay so there's a ride That shows you how the chocolate's Yeah made. and you like Sit in a little cart And it would like Take you through it And it was so 70s It was amazing And when I was a little kid I didn't understand That it was like really 70s Like I just thought It was awesome And there was like yeah. An animatronic lady And she was like Stirring yes. the chocolate And then there was a part Where you like Went through a tunnel And it was just Like orange light And that was like the oven You know And my and my mom would always I mean I can remember My brother and I crying Because she'd be like We're gonna burn And then <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then, But you know My mom likes the trick I and the, and so you know it was just but it was so cool like it was just all really animatronic and weird and, and now they the updated disneyland it keeps getting rid of more and more stuff like I know. that like the what people was the mover one, was so good which one was that? the
0: people mover i don't know what's the people that mover that was a really slow moving one in disneyland that took you sort of on an upper tour of tomorrowland and then at one point and this is where I'm going with this and why I'm so sad that it's over. At one point, it would take you into this dark room where it was just movie screens like on all sides and it was Tron. So you were inside Tron on the game grid where the um, light cycles are and then there's a big recognizer that comes. And that was like, I was obsessed with that movie as a child. Like obsessed to the point of sickness it's all i ever thought about all i ever wanted to do my dad and i used to play this game this tron game where like that we made up in our house where he would like pick me up and like scoot me around at night Uh in the dark and we would try to like like we had a motion detector on the you know motion detector Mm -hmm. alarm and so when when you move even if your alarm's not on you see a red light that's right. like a motion sensor. And so we would try to like creep so that we didn't set off that red light oh, because that so was cute. like the master... Cr- I mean, please, I was such a nerd. <laughs> but they had that at at, the, at Disneyland and that was like, I would want to ride the people mover over and over and over again just for that. And then they got rid of it. Oh,
2: man, I don't know why they get rough. rid of the good ones. I know. The, what was the one... I. I, I I went to Disney World when I was little and I was like this was my favorite thing and I can't remember what it was called but it like took you through time through a family from like the 40s and then the 50s and that, do you yeah. know what I'm talking about?
0: I don't know if they have that at Disneyland LA and I haven't been to Disney World but I know I've heard of it, it and was, it was just sort of a dorky history of humans yeah. or a dorky history of families I think it was part
2: of the World's Fair from the yeah, 60s or something yeah, I, I haven't it. been to Disney World I can't believe I've never been yeah I've only been well I went twice once when I was 7 and then and once when I was fourteen with the marching band, and I played my trombone around the uh, uh, the what Love is it? it magic kingdom yep, but it was really weird because we were back it was it was really like i you know i i it took me a long time to grow up I was very stunned i don't know i just don't like, act like you're grown up now, yeah, I, yeah nor am i this is true i I've been diagnosed with peter Pan syndrome, but anyway <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh Speaking of Peter Pan, so back to Disney World. Um, But yeah, so we were in Disney World and I'm 14 years old and we're backstage and I'm seeing like Mickey without his head and stuff. And I was just like, I was so heartbroken. It was the weirdest, it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I remembered seven years ago when I was seven. This is like, you know... It was it was very heartbreaking. It's a biz of business. I was pretty sad, you know. Marching through <laughs> was that marching like a huge the- privilege that your band got to go
0: play? At yeah, it was
2: really exciting and and very. And like, what
0: were you playing by that time? What were we playing in the band? I was playing the trombone. God. Oh, that the, you just the said coolest. That. You just it. said that, but no, I was that, just thinking to myself, like, God, how many instruments does Kate play? I knew you played a lot, but I, I guess I didn't know that you played trombone.
2: Yeah, I mean, but the thing too about me and the marching, I I can play. The, I played it, but I also would kind of fake it. Oh. <laughs> like with the trombone, if you move the slide, nobody oh, knows. No. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other people okay. playing it. That's terrible. That's like <laughs> me me relying on other it's people. Maybe that... not the worst thing though. I mean there are, I mean there are worse things that you could have done. I was faking it though. That's like awful. Uh... And, you know, I, I'm making all my like you know my trombone friends do all the work and play the right <laughs> notes, and I'm just like there to to just have fun. I don't know. This is. Uh... You're not the person I thought you were. Thought you're a really good
0: human being, and clearly that's been proven super false only half an hour into this podcast. This is crushing.
2: I also um, would lip sync in the chorus of the musicals. Is that true? Oh, yeah. That was my next question. I was going to say, like,
0: well, you weren't like, probably you didn't do that when you, you were singing ever. Oh,
2: yeah. But I was so scared to sing. It's so weird that I sing now because but I. I you were still in the musicals. Yeah. I, oh, I loved being on stage. I just, you know, didn't think I could sing a note. So I would just kind of get by and then lip sync my way. <laughs> But so, like, so, so this is the thing I can't, there's no way to say this without me
0: sounding like a complete idiot, but I get excited when I'm talking to somebody who really seems like they've always been their authentic selves. And it just sounds like the person that you are now is seems so closely tied, you know, because there are some people that I talk to who are like, oh, I used to be like this and I'm really not like that anymore. I changed a lot. And then there are people who are like, nope. A lot of what I carry around with me is like very much who I was then, and yeah, I feel this. Is, I
2: feel like I'm very, I'm very much the same person. I mean, I think I, you know, hopefully I, I've grown in certain ways, but at the same time, like I, in a, in a way, I feel kind of, I guess, lucky about is like I, I feel really connected still to like my seven year old self and my fourteen year old self. Like I feel, like I can remember how I felt back then, and I yeah. think i'm kind of the same you know i feel the same yeah I feel the same. it's kind of lucky I, I i mean i think i mean i think both things i mean growing up is great I, I just feel like i i fought growing up so hard i didn't want to grow up yeah you know
0: so what was your awareness of that when you were for example in high school like did you because you say you talk about being very much in your own world and 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 being a very artistic It sounds like You spent a lot of time alone But you did also spend time Doing a lot of stuff With your family Like playing instruments Or you yeah. know, Your dad on the trains And stuff like that When you were in high school Was there did, Like what was your awareness Of these other girls And, and what they were doing That you weren't interested in and, and that you know
2: I was you know I think I kind of I, 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 like, I was selective In what I believed You know like I just wanted to believe Certain things And I remember like the first girl in high school to get pregnant, and I was like, "What? Like, no, that's only on TV. <laughs> like, that happens on like nine hundred two and O or something. Right. Like, I, that's not real, right? You know, and like, I just, that just was so crazy to me. Like, I just didn't think that that was actually happening to people I knew. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, w- I was just very much in my own safe mind <laughs> you know and like, what were your friends like did you have friends who were similar to you or do i mean
0: i know you, I, didn't, you say you don't ha you didn't have too many over and stuff like that yeah but.
2: i had you know i had friends in the marching band i had friends that were in the plays but i was very like you know it was like kind of friends at school but i didn't really socialize too much outside of school i, I was really happy hanging out with my mom and dad is really, that's the truth that's <laughs> so like i i just felt very happy just being you know at home and you know, I did my watercolor class and, you know, practiced the piano. <laughs> so. I think it's great. I is. So you
0: were, and, and also you were generating so much of your own work. You know, if mm-hmm. you if you loved doing stuff, I think a lot of people that age, and I'm certainly one of them, you know, I was doing shows and stuff and I did play guitar, but I still was like... I spent you know so much time watching television and so much time go- going to movies and so much time reading books and that's all you know other people's stuff that I was like flooding my eye and ear holes with. Um, were you like obsessive about certain artists? Did you did you admire uh, fine art as like an observer or were you just interested in doing your own?
2: I I was real I was actually really into TV and, and movies. I, I like. I would read Entertainment Weekly every week cuz I like I was so curious about Hollywood. It yeah. just seemed so like just like magical and crazy. In fact, I when I was home over Christmas uh last Christmas, I found a bunch of InStyle magazines. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was right when it came out like the first the first. It was like Yeah. Issue one and two and three. like, And it was so funny because I remember looking at those when they first came out and being like, wow, it's so cool. This have you' have got to be worth so much money now. Yeah, I know. It's Maybe like, not. You know, I, I, I actually Instagrammed a picture. It was like, uh, what was it? Snowboarding st- Snowboarding is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but I know. but it, I, I love it. I was really into movies and I would learn as much as I could about you know the different actors and, and who, like, were like, you, who were you like who do who were you who did you love uh, Sandra Bullock to me was like she's adorable. I, I have yet to meet her or one time I saw her driving and it made my day oh. <laughs> like, I was turning the corner and I was like wait that's Sandra Bullock in that nice car um, she's terribly likable I just like she's just
0: very very appealing
2: I am obsessed with while you were sleeping do you remember that movie Do I remember
0: that movie? <laughs> Please it's I've so seen it a good. million times. It's when,
2: so, it is so good you guys.
0: While you're sleeping is genuinely good. It's very funny. It's very it's quirky. It's it's very sweet. Bill Pullman is great in it. Peter Gallagher's great in it. Um Obviously, Sandy's great in it. (laughs) Sandy's Uh, awesome in it.
2: The whole family is adorable. They do a great job. She like, there's a scene where she has like a big, oversized gray sweater, and I remember being like, "Oh man, I really want a big, oversized gray sweater." And then I went to this church bazaar and I found one. It was like the coolest thing. I was obsessed. obsessed. (laughs) But that movie is so good. And and I and Ricky and I. Well, Ricky is uh, who I sing with with Garfunkel and Oates. um, Mm -hmm. And so she and I have this kind of uh, running bit where she tells me that it's not a good movie and tells me why. And I'm like, we always. Just go back and forth. Now, what is her argument for not being good? Because I mean, I understand it's like still a totally silly romantic comedy. But she's like, well, okay. First of all, Sa- Sandy is working as a toll booth operator at like you know, and then she's like, and she falls in love with a guy who with a guy who is you know in a coma, and then she falls in love with his brother, and then it's just she's like, it's creepy. And <laughs> I mean, I guess I could see yeah, all of those but things. it's still a perfect movie in my mind. You know what movie I love, and I wonder if you ever
0: saw it because a lot of people haven't seen it. Is the night we never met? It kind of reminds me of that for some reason. I don't know. It's Matthew Broderick. I don't think and, I've seen that one. Um Oh my gosh. Annabella Ciora, I think. I don't know. That it's movie. really cute. It's about um I feel like it came out around the same time. And it's about the it's about uh this apartment in New York that no one can afford on their own but instead of all like living there at the same time they sort of rent it out various nights so like Matthew Broderick's this wonderful chef who works at like Dean and DeLuca or something and he lives with a ton of roommates and he hates where he lives but what he can afford is like two nights a week he gets to go to this apartment where he kind of has his little area of the apartment where he just gets to have peace and quiet and maybe he takes a date there or something like that and and so different people on different nights go there for different reasons and i think annabella siora is going there to like paint or something and so they have been living in this they've been quote-unquote like subletting the same apartment but they never meet because they're on different nights it's
2: very sweet that's a that's a great I, yeah I, I it's think a really like them. it's really
0: cute and there's a lot of really funny good people in it that you're like oh so-and-so's in it Oh, oh that guy um, I'll it's have to really, look at, it's a like sweet little romantic comedy, but you'd like it. I'm going to have to Netflix. It. I love romantic comedies. It may not, it may not hold up, but I think, yeah, it but so here you loved romantic comedies. Oh yeah. But you weren't interested in being, uh, like dating or no, it was, or, weird. I mean, did you have crushes on people that you
2: went unrequited or, uh, oh yeah, I always had a, cru- oh my God, like always had crushes since I was like a little, like. Forever and ever. I mean, I remember in, in, ele- or not elementary school, nursery school, I had a crush on this boy. I don't remember his name, but he was three and I was four. And because he was a little younger, he needed help like cutting, you know, or yeah. like, you know, things like that. He so was I'd, a cutter. I'd no, help him out. <laughs> no, I would help him out a little. And then I remember I kissed him. This maybe is why I, I don't, maybe this goes back to like when I was four, but uh, I kissed him and then the teacher told my mom that I had kissed this boy. And then my mom um. said, did you kiss him? And I it was my first Conscious lie I remember going No I didn't do that And I was like Mm -hmm. Oh my god I'm lying to my mother Mm -hmm. And uh Yeah So maybe that's why I didn't date Because of that whole Nursery school incident I don't know That's probably what it (laughs) is Yeah no Then then let's analyze this Because I don't know Uh what this means
0: i think this might make me really cheap and yet i totally wasn't and i lost <laughs> my virginity of what i consider to be a reasonable age but um but when i was in preschool uh sean france sean shout out to sean france hey sean, sean france took me into like some empty room and pulled down his pants and showed me his penis and i Whoa. I was like oh i guess i have to and i pulled down my my pants no way and then we calmly nothing happened we just did that and we were like four yeah just did that and then went Went on with her day
2: Little kids do that Kind of yeah. stuff And I, I think it is Sort of innocent And not It's not like I mean I don't know I, I remember I was babysitting And there was this Giant party happening And I was helping Babysit for this family And couldn't find Two little kids They were both three and everyone's like looking for them and like and so like all the whole family's looking for these and they were like making out. <laughs> like really? They, kinda. They Full were just, on like, making not like total that's making out's probably the wrong but they're like uh, like rolling around and kissing and just like totally wow. it's so interesting. Little kids have that instinct, I guess. But Yeah. I don't know. So was there a sense
0: of like, I don't ever want this to come to fruition? Like, was that part of the sort of like keeping it removed at a distance and sort of romanticizing it rather than it becoming like a real thing that you had to deal with?
2: Yes. And I think I've carried that through to today. (laughs) I like, I'm still the same person that I was when I was little. Um, (sighs) But yeah, I feel like it was always safe to kind of like have these crushes. and, And like, you know, I had, I had a crush on this guy from like, fifth grade until, I was a senior, like, I, you know, it was like, and I would like, if I, if I was wearing like a really good outfit that day, like if I had like my fake Doc Martens on and like my really cool flannel, like I would make sure that I'd like pass him in the hall. Like I knew where, you know, it's kind yep. of creepy, but I knew his schedule.
0: And so that, cr- that's a long standing crush. Cause oh, I feel yeah. that my crushes. Is- I don't know that I would have Crushed on one person That entire time Not to say you didn't have Oh others, I, I had other crushes But that it was yes. consistent like that yeah, That's pretty Yeah but he impressive. was so dreamy
2: And then yeah I, Was but, he dreamy to other people Was it like He yeah, the guy that Oh yeah yeah I was yeah. not even close To going out with this guy ever But um, I do remember though He One day uh, He was just a nice guy too And he was like Hey uh, do you want to or actually, I probably was the one. That, yeah, he didn't ask me. I We were talking about skateboarding. And I was like, oh, I skateboard. Hey, we should go to the park sometime. He's like, all right. Like, you want to go today and go skateboarding at the park? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to get to go skateboarding with my crush. Hells, yeah. And I also had, like, my purple helmet, which I called the Easter egg. And then I had my wrist guards. And I had my knee guards. And I had my elbow. Responsible. Very yeah, responsible. And I was, you know, at the park, just, like, my heart pounding. like, ra- Like, just can't wait. And I'm like so freaking out that this guy's going to come and skateboard with me. And I just was circling and circling and circling. And he never <laughs> showed up. And then the no. next day I'm sitting next to him in class. And he no. looks at me and he's like... Oh my gosh! I said I'd go skateboard. I'm so sorry. I for, totally forgot about it. Oh. And I was like, "Oh hey, no, no big deal. It's whatever, man. Oh, no. Hey, we'll do it another time." And we, you know, that was you, that was the closest I came to, to going out on a date. You weekend.
0: couldn't have described something that's easier to picture in the most heartbreaking, and adorable way of <laughs> you circling. just s- solemnly and hopefully <laughs> with all of your gear <laughs> circling to nothing. Yep. Oh, nothing. No.
2: Yeah. So yeah i i didn't have I didn't have uh, a boyfriend or anything. And I really didn't have a boyfriend till I was m- in my mid twenties, I guess. But, and did anyone like you, but you were like, no. Oh yeah, I would definitely, I would get asked out and I would just say, no, thank you. I guess it was safer to say that. I mean, I think if one of my crushes had asked me out, that would have been a different story. Yeah. But, um. but yeah, I was just always kind of just doing my own thing and painting in the painting room at school. Like, you know, I'd eat t- t- spend my lunch, there because i could do work but um yeah i don't know I, i but i was happy though like okay so this all right this is kind of explains a lot when i first started doing commercials i was luckily like doing a lot of them and i thought well gosh maybe i should take like an acting class because i don't know maybe i'll do this you know and so i signed up for this acting class and and how old were you i was 24 okay 24 i think and uh and so the first assignment is you have to re- You have to write what your perfect day would be and read it to the class. So er- anybody that's new, that's their assignment. So I wrote my perfect day, and it was like I, you know, I wake up and my roommates are all there, and we make pancakes, and then we go down to the beach and we fly kites, and it was like to me the ultimate. Like, and then we listen to the Beach Boys on our record player. Like it was everything was so far sounds so perfect, right? In my mind, it was totally perfect. And then uh, as like I was in class longer, new people would come in. And their perfect days usually started with, like, I wake up next to the most beautiful man, the most beautiful woman, have crazy sex. And I was like, oh, everybody else's perfect day has, like, a like a, you know, a boyfriend or girlfriend and a lot of sex. And mine didn't even – it didn't even occur to me that that would be, like, a thing. Yeah, Like, I was just, like – no let's go fly kites and make pancakes with chocolate chips in them i mean
0: what you're describing sounds
2: really good and we did that kind of stuff and it was fun i lived in this big house with a bunch of people and we had a good time well i guess and that's too but that's interesting because i think
0: what i think of when i can imagine not listing that stuff as a perfect day I'm hyper aware, and I talk about it on the podcast all the time, but I am hyper aware of like, the really hard stuff about being in a relationship and the mm-hmm. sort of adult side of like, oh, conflict, and oh, you get your heart smashed, or you hurt someone else, and like all of those things that feel messy yeah. that um, maybe you see in a romantic comedy, but they're at a distance, and then they all resolve themselves.
2: Yeah, or, they, or the movie ends before that part starts. <laughs> yeah, before it yeah. even
0: starts. Before, yeah, before their actual relationship <laughs> yeah. has to like, come into being, and it's just right after they finally gotten together for the first time. Agreed. Right. Um, and so the simplicity of like removing that and then just having this kind of very platonic perfect day where conflict can't arise. Um, but it's also hard living with people that you're not in love with for different reasons. Right. I mean, did you, I know you had had a great time, but, um, did you ever find that just, you know, roommate situations were like, oh no, this is like an uncomfortable silence for some reason that like I've done something or.
2: You know there were I'm I'm trying to think like that was kind of a, that house in particular was a pretty amazing like it was there were f- 5 or 6 of us depending. We were living in the Pacific Palisades. It's a crazy story. was awesome. Yeah. And uh, we had a house that overlooked the ocean. I don't know. How, I mean, we were all paying $500. Like it was cheap. Yeah, It was great. And uh cheap in the scheme of living in the Palisades. I sure. Think. And uh and then so we yeah, we just had a great time. That I mean, there were definitely things among some of the roommates. I, I kind of always avoid uh, you know, I think I've I've learned though. I I've, I've lived with other roommates and you know, if ever there was a problem, you just talk about it. I'm, I can't I I I try not to hold anything in because it'll just, you know, I don't want it to build. I just, mm-hmm. if, if it's like a little problem, I'll just say it. And then usually, I mean, knock on wood, obviously there's always things. Some, Listen, you know. I'm around the corner from asking you to move into my house tomorrow. Well, I really like your we house. We probably do great together. I think so. I I like feel it. the
0: same. I really I feel, like, I'm, a ta- I'm more of a talker. I, f- I just finished <laughs> saying to someone, like, I feel like I'm more likely to... Say something with a caveat like, it's possible I'm not even going to feel like this in 30 seconds, but I'm just going to say it to make sure that, like, we smooth it out. Yeah. And then, like, it's done, opposed to just sitting and and stewing.
2: Well, and I've I've really kind of learned – I think I've learned about relationships more than anything um, from being in Garfunkel and Oates with Ricky. Like, you know, we've been together for – gosh, I don't know, five or six years now? And uh, so now I'm like, I've learned a lot about what it's like to be in a relationship and checking in with a person and making sure that our schedules work out and like working with a person. And I'm like, oh, this is like, the best, like I've, I've learned a whole lot and like, you know, and I love this person and, and it's a w- wonderful thing. So like, you know, and not to say there aren't times where we have to talk things through, but yeah. you know, we're able to work it out and, and I've learned like, Oh, maybe I could do that with the guy someday. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's like the a, most impossible thing, right? World. So yeah, I think there's, there's some sort of uh hope i guess
0: <laughs> well that sounds and also to the the roommate situation and the relationship situation and the the partnership that you have with Ricky like i mean this is just completely stating the obvious but i feel like it can't be overstated is is just that mutual respect yeah i feel like there's a lot of contempt that breeds from those silences in relationships of any kind and um and you start to make the other person like us versus them like there's a sort of Apartness to, you know, the feelings that you have and like that's the fastest way to get to a place where you're like, well, they don't get me, or like, I don't like that they do this, and I guess that makes them stupid or whatever that people kind of fall into that is that's that makes it tricky.
2: Yeah, I think I think just it's so I mean it sounds so cheesy to say, but like it's just so much easier to talk things through when they when they happen before it starts to, you know, eat at you, you know, like, totally. But it sounds like your parent, and so your parents and your parents are still married, which I
0: think is a really good indicator yeah. to their communication, or, or I guess it doesn't have to be. People can be married and be not happy. No, but you're, my,
2: you're, you have a really healthy outlook. They're so. good, really good examples. I think my mom and dad. They're very. They're very sweet. Yeah. They just bought a camper and are camping around. <laughs> they are. Yeah. It's the they're cutest doing thing. that, thing it's that so kind cute. of seems wonderful. I know. It's really, really For them sweet. because that's
0: really about, and you really have to enjoy someone's company. To
2: yeah. That. I, that's true because you're going to like just be hanging out. Yeah. yeah. But I uh, feel like
0: some couples, like their kids leave home and they find out that what they had in common was their kids and, you know, they try to do something like that and they just can't connect anymore. So I love that they're.
2: Yeah. It. It's the cute. Yeah. They're, they're really sweet i feel very lucky in that sense yeah but uh or in a lot of senses i guess
0: <laughs> <laughs> just that one you have to choose one i'm sorry just that's, one okay that's, then that one the the once again.
2: um
0: so when was the first time that you like got a kiss
2: uh, okay so 18 years old college freshman year i was dating this guy for about a week and, and it was this is the is this the art college Uh, Oh no! This This okay. So I went to three colleges because it took. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life. It was very confusing, and I was paying for school on my own. It was like a lot of money, and I didn't. I didn't want to be wasting money at a place I wasn't happy. Sure. I think there's something really like there was something really freeing about having to pay for my own school because I could make my own. Like, hey, I'm doing this wherever I want to go. I can go, you know. And so I went to Penn State for one semester, uh, but a smaller. Campus, not the main campus, because that was very scary to me because it was so big, and uh, and then so that was where I met this guy, Adam, and Adam and I we were watching The Simpsons, and it was like the quickest like kind of kiss, like not even a real kiss. It was like, and then uh, and then we kissed maybe the next day or two days after, and I was like, and then I broke up with him, and then uh, and then and then I didn't date again until I was like twenty two. Mm. It's kind of crazy, and so like twenty two was like the first real kiss. And he was, like, 23. And, like, he wanted to do a little more than just, like, make out. And I was so... I was like, are you... Like, I got so mad. And I told him to take me home. And I broke up with him. And and looking back, I'm like, that's... You're 22 and 23. You're (laughs) supposed to do, like, stuff more than just... I mean, you're not supposed to. You do whatever you feel is, right? Right, uh, right. (laughs) But people were out
0: there doing those things, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, at that age, you probably do more than just kiss. But I didn't know that. And... Or at least I did. And I just ignored, you know, that idea so anyway, yeah, I so I didn't really have like a real kiss. Till I twenty two. Well, what I get?
0: Sometimes I get into this mode, and sometimes, and very often recently, I haven't. But let's let's do it because it popped into my mind. But what do you? I mean, you know, people that that we we have people of all ages, uh, both genders, and and various lifestyles who listen to this podcast. But for younger people. Um, I guess, like, how, what advice would you give in terms of? Because it really does sound like you were doing things, not fringe necessarily, but that you were doing, you weren't doing things that some people were doing, and you were doing things that that people weren't. And like, how do how did you did you have to navigate a feeling of being judged by that, or did people just leave you be? You
2: know, that's I, not even
0: a question I, about advice, but well, I guess
2: I, that's. I think I was sort of in a, like, ignorance is bliss, I guess. You know, like, my last name is Makuchi. And I didn't know what Kuchi meant until I read the vagina monologues when I was 24. And then I had this flash of, like, all the times people had made, made fun of my name. Because Makuchi sure. could be a lot of things. And I just didn't know. And then, so, I, I mean, kids were making fun of my name for forever, but I didn't know what they... It was just like, so I was fine. And, like, and I think that's probably... You know, I was probably it uh, really is a delightful ignorance bliss kind of thing. Yeah, I'd love it. I think I think I was just uh, always like just ignoring it. If people were, I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there were times where, sure, I can't think of any. I probably just buried them in the back of my brain. <laughs> but like, I I just feel like I just did my. I kind of had blinders on. I just like stayed in my lane and just did my thing. And I I didn't really w- compare myself too much to other you know what other people were doing at my age like uh, you know that sounds so crazy like, it sounds like, great to me it says because, because you are
0: describing a period of time where for most people in their lives that is almost all that we think about is what is someone else doing yeah what do they think about me did I make them mad did I this did I that you know I just had Jillian Vigman on and um and she's talking about. We, it's funny because we talked about people who changed their names because they were made fun of for what their names were. Right. And we talked about these notes that she would write that she that she looked at, and they were all like, I think it was. I think it was Jillian. It feels like we just talked. Um, that they, that that it was like. I feel like she. You're mad at me. Are you mad at me? Uh-huh. Like there's a lot of sort of like this really. Projecting outside yourself and really judging yourself based on what you think other people might be thinking about you, and I'm so impressed, guys. I am drinking uh, a sparkling fizzy water today, so it, I was guaranteed to be burping it up. And I really have tried to control myself, but that's it's still happening, as we know it does. Um, but that that you that you so had the opposite of that, I think, is really amazing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it's weird talking about it right now. Makes I'm like, wow, I was really what what was going on but you know it was i was you know pretty happy about that i you know like i mean not just happy about going about my day and doing doing my thing and uh yeah i guess i wasn't too worried about it like well you know what i wanted to, i want then i want to stretch it over to where we live now because i
0: can't help but wonder has that served you well here as as well because you can easily fall down the rabbit hole of like i didn't get this part i didn't get this part what does it mean what are the you know what do these casting agents think of me or what? Da da, da da and like if you're if you're able to sort of still have that
2: attitude of like you know what i'm just gonna do my thing well i think i think there's yeah i i do think that there are things where i can apply that and try to be that but i feel like i'm also so much more aware of everything now i when i first moved to la i did not uh drive on the freeway i did not really grocery shop for myself or do my own laundry and i didn't date you know it was like all this stuff and i think that first year or two i had to learn like so much and mm. also learn about dealing with people and this town is really interesting i mean it's filled with characters and for sure everybody you know has you know there's people with certain agendas where you might not you know but i yeah so i learned really quickly that i couldn't just like Keep going like, well, what's the day going to bring? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, there are days where I like to, de- you know, if I have a day off, I maybe just see where the day takes me. And that's awesome. But at the same time, uh, it's yeah, I've, I feel like I had to get smart pretty quick. Yeah. About certain things, because otherwise you will get taken advantage of or, I mean, or just like true. end up in like the weirdest situations, which I did end up in some crazy, weird I mean, some stories I probably would not want to share, but like, I'm like, thank goodness I got out of that without <laughs> getting here. here yes. yeah. And I like just stumbling into a situation where you're people. like, oh, yeah, like what? Am, oh, wait, you know, just, you know, nutty things, which I'm now just censoring what I'm going to say because there's so many, Fair enough. so many stories where I luckily nothing bad happened, but I needed to learn that lesson because mm-hmm. it helped me to survive out here. A yeah. Bit, you know? But, but getting back to like, you know, like an audition, like auditions are the, you know, that's where you're being judged. You know, you work so hard and you have your, you're prepared and you have everything the way you want to say it and you can walk in a room and, you know, it's just like, that's, that's such a weird thing to have it's to do real for your weird. job. Like, it's, it's so weird. weird. And I just try to, usually I just like, when I le- I leave, I just like try to forget all about it, yeah. you know, just like, try- I mean, that's definitely the healthiest way to yeah no It's hard when that. you really like a part though, because then you're like, oh, but I wonder what's going to happen, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah trying to i try not to take those things personally well and the longer we're
0: here and i this is not a uh, show about show business but the longer you're here i think the more and this and this is another thing that holds true for uh it's been a while since i've said this but to sort of say that hollywood is like this magnifying glass microcosm version of real life Mm -hmm. in some ways that that when you find out that you like that, you so frequently don't get a part, and then you find out all of the different variables that had absolutely nothing to do with your quality, what you brought to it, and whether you did a good job. And I think that is something that we can all take a lesson from wherever we are, just to be reminded that we shouldn't be so solipsistic and to not think that each experience that we have is so strongly tied to, to what we did or said in the in the in the moment. That so much of it is like a million things that had to happen or that have no, you know, bearing on like what you brought to the table that, that made something be what it is.
2: Does that make sense? To- totally. I think, I think that that's there. It's so true. I mean, there, it may, it may have, you know, nothing to do, you know, like you might remind, the you know, one of the producers of like an ex-girlfriend or something yeah. and that's what, you know, whatever it is, like yeah. there's so many random things that can happen. But I think that's also like, that's what's so great about, like, you know, writing or or making art or, like, having your own creative thing that, like, you can, at the end of the day, go home and be like, you know what? I'm going to just write a song now because that's what I do. And, and no one can stop me yeah, from doing that. And if I want to, you know, you know send it to a friend or if I want to – or I can keep it to myself or I'll put it online or whatever it is. Like, to have, have a way to express yourself and, and not have anybody else control it is, like – that's really that's where there's such freedom and like happiness you know absolutely but but yeah and i think i think anybody can you know whatever it is whatever it is that you can find that like i don't know you feel free in it you know yeah i love that i love that i think it's a
0: perfect segue into getting into the smash game that we're gonna play
2: all right let's do Um, it
0: um except for this part where i just keep choosing pens that do not work well with this mash pad, maybe if I do it like backwards somehow, will I still be able to see the, I mean, almost, um, one, two, three, four. Okay. So basically I have one, two, three, six, eight categories total. Okay. Um, give me, once you give me three instruments, you know how to play mash. Yeah. Did you ever play? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way that you don't know this. Okay. Um, three, instruments that you wish that you could just play perfectly tomorrow for whatever reason.
2: Um, all right. Well, guitar, I wish I could. Okay, great. Um, let's say violin. Cause that'd be awesome. Yeah. And love let's go with harmonica. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause that was right? a kazooist. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he makes wooden kazoos. They're pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty great. Uh, what about
0: three, diorama type environments you wish you could shrink down and play in and be a part of oh
2: that's so cool okay um and
0: or not shrink down but like go into the natural History museum kind of like if that right became, if that kind of became real and you could live in it
2: all right okay let me think here i think i would love to okay here's one uh <laughs> marina del rey in the 1980s like like you know like i just for some reason picture like david hasselhoff and like little little uh <laughs> like really cool sports cars and people with hats and uh, and yachts sort 80s. of love yeah it. okay okay so that's one Great. um how about uh oh i know how about like a, a ski slope with um Great. you know little skiers Great. I think that would be fun and then that is a
0: really good one. There's got to be some good ski slope Yeah, right. Around,
2: with the, there's so much to do with like chairlifts yeah. and like you know little dust dusting, the, fall. dusting the
0: the 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 trees with snow oh, with fake yeah. snow and stuff. That'd be that's, really
2: fun. I love that about. I love fake snow at like malls and Christmas. Like that's just the weirdest. Yeah. Also, I love looking at fake snow in movies because like it, they just lay it out and like um, you know like it just doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. I've actually one time I was watching a movie and the guy it must have been on some sort of like. Uh, fishing line, and the snow just like a chunk moved with his foot, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, "Caught it, you yeah." Caught it. Okay, fake snow. Okay, this and, is great. These are two very different things. What's your third? All one right, third. Be? Let's go. Let's go underwater. Um, mm, to like a shipwreck. How about... Oh, that's great. Yeah, with like gold and stuff like that. Oh
0: my gosh. I used to love just going to the like pet stores and just going through like the aquarium section and Me looking too. at all the little like love- the treasure chest and uh-huh. the skeleton and, and like, like... they would move with the water. Yeah. Mm. Or like the clam that opens and there's a pearl inside. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. I had a fish tank for Did you have a fish tank? I did. Well, I didn't have a tank like that. I- my parents were like, we're not going to do some
2: complicated thing. Right. So I just
0: had like a goldfish.
2: Yeah. Like a- in a round thing with like i did have a, tra- a treasure chest though i killed my goldfish accidentally because i didn't know before setting it up that you're not supposed to wash it out with soap so the soap yeah, yeah poor you fish know that
0: happens all the time probably i was just what trying to be do? clean
2: what are you gonna do not i don't know, know.
0: Some germs are okay. <laughs> Some germs are okay. Well, okay, what about three... Let's let let's let's spin off of that and All go right. three uh, un, unre- unreasonable and
2: unrealistic pets that uh, it would be fun to have. Oh, well, monkey, easily. Wouldn't Great. you want... I mean, like... because He's your buddy. They're coolest. Catherine Hepburn had yeah. a monkey, and I used to always say it to my parents, can't we get a monkey? Catherine Hepburn had one. That's just like a really bad argument. <laughs> but um, And then uh, what else would be cool? Well... I, you know, I always feel bad. I would say like polar bear, but then I'm like, no, they're supposed to be like I can't. No, you know this what I is mean? A
0: world where none of the bad things exist. It's okay, total imaginary.
2: All right, then polar so bear I'm because I would like to have bear. a pool and go swimming with the polar yeah. bear. And then, um, how about like a like a really friendly Loch Ness monster?
0: Great, A <laughs> great sea serpent. Okay, good. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, all right, listen, I don't want to force you to draw too much because you said that you didn't necessarily remember too much, but can you think of three artists living or dead that it would be cool to like hang around with? Or, like, oh, sure. That you have, a, you have, you have a new friend and it's one of these artists. Okay.
2: Uh, Paul Clay, K-L-E-E. You oh, know, I know it. Well, you know, you know, you know, Klee. Uh, and then. Those
0: wonderful. Isn't that like. Sorry, like, now I'm now I'm backtracking on myself, but isn't that like really rich, very colorful,
2: like watercolors yeah. with like a lot of pen and ink? Yeah. He did a lot, yeah. That um, so cool. And not only and also oils and everything, but I really love his watercolors. I I think that they're like magic. Okay, but, uh, Paul Clay's a great one. Okay, and then Herring Keith great. Herring, of course, I would. Great. And uh, how about uh, Frida Kahlo? Sure, I feel like she's one of those people that like just like knew how to like. Live, you know what I mean. I know. It. Even though she had a crazy life, like, and had a lot of obstacles, she was still like living the life. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, that's that whole, you know, and the, so many movies have been made about it and stuff. But I read this book that I really liked. I keep gesturing towards my book. Shelf one of my bookshelves, which doesn't even have that many books on it. The it's a very cool bookshelf, though. There. Thank you. The rest of them are in my bedroom, but um, I think it's actually over here. There's this this book called Tinisima, and it's about it's a if fi- it's a fictional story based on you know it's historical fiction, so it's really sh- very closely based on Tina Madotti's Oh yeah, life. and she is just fascinating. I was obsessed with a lot of photographers when I was because I took a lot of photography in college, right? And so she was Edward she was a photographer in her own right, and she was also Edward Weston's mistress. And he's just an extraordinary photographer. Um, but that whole thing, not unlike the kind of Midnight in Paris, that world that Woody Allen shows you where all these cool people are friends with each other. Right. That world of like Frida Kahlo, Diego Rivera, Tina Madotti, Edward Weston, Alfred Stieglitz, all these amazing artists who were just hanging out together in Mexico and talking about the revolution and talking about being communists and stuff just was so
2: cool. You know, it's, it's, I think about that a lot and I think it's, and then I sometimes wonder when I'm back. Stage at UCB on one of those like magical nights and I'm like is this also one of those times like it might be you know like you'll just look around the room and everyone is so amazing and talented and like you're I just feel like it's a privilege to be there and then you're like wow and the conversation is so cool and yeah so I mean I'm not saying that I mean, who knows? Maybe it's I, just like, I think that's a great point. I yeah, think that
0: that's, there's some really magical, very cool stuff happening in the community that we're lucky enough to, to yeah. be a part of, which you know neither one of us, I think, looks that gift horse in the mouth.
2: What about um, oh, three? Oh, yeah. I, was gonna, I forgot. I was going to say, getting back to um, Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera, she wrote a poem, and I wish I remember. I, I, all I remember is it was about how she wanted to live in Diego Rivera's armpit. And I thought that yes, was... Do you know I what really, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this is just such a romantic idea. Like, she yeah. just wanted to be in his armpit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. And I feel like I could easily rock a unibrow. Just saying. You could
0: totally rock a unibrow. I, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I could... I not
2: so much. I could, in a couple of days, give me a couple of days, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, I wish I had thicker eyebrows, so uh, <laughs> grass is always greener.
0: Grass is always greener. What about three imaginary lands could be like something out of star wars could be something out of lord of the rings could be something out of books um anything like that but three imaginary lands where you have uh, a like a like a vacation home
2: oh okay um you know it's interesting because i don't really know much about like it's weird. I don't know, like fairy lands or anything, really. But okay, pirate ship would be cool. Great. Is that okay? Does that one. work? Because absolutely, I wanted to be a pirate so bad. Absolutely. But then my Why dad the told not. me that pirates are only drug dealers now, and I was like, and, but listen, they're also rapists and murderers. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. That's all that stuff. I
0: was is like, still we're happening. not dealing
2: gold anymore. Come on. I don't think so. Uh, there are not as many talking parrots probably. You <laughs> know, Pippi Longstocking was like. Oh, do you remember that movie? Best. You, well, I watched the german ones oh, Did you, they were I know all
0: dubbed they were all they were like the they were all from the probably the seventies and they were all dubbed in to english so
2: if you, their mouths didn't match what was going on right so there are a good really there good was long talking movie yeah i think it was like 1988 that it came up but i was i was the first time we were in the theater and i begged to stay and watch it again Ugh. but you know she had like she was on a pirate ship oh, she's and she,
0: rad yeah
2: she's very cool
0: i remember all the cool like this hiding place that she had in her in that wood tr- than the tree that was like something that was a big deal for in the
1: series
2: that oh i, watched, I don't outside think her that, house. that wasn't in the movie she had a horse she had a horse, yes, and it a monkey. in the
0: house. Monkey and a horse. Yeah. I recall there's actually a song about how she has a monkey and a horse.
2: Uh, <laughs> something about special friends, of course. Um, okay, pirate ship. Great. Okay, oh, pirate ship. How about... Um, oh, man. All right. How about... I don't know. Now now I feel like we're going to need to edit this podcast oh, to, to make totally this go fine. shorter because, no, because I'm really thinking really, about this.
0: You can really muse.
2: Um, any kind of magical worlds. Well or another planet or like you know what i mean oh, just something oh, yeah, that's yeah. like
0: just not possible in life now.
2: Well, well, let's say the moon because i'm kind of like i mean i i probably stare at the moon a little bit Do too long you? sometimes like it's just so cool. It's pretty that amazing. this thing is there and it's keeping us going around like yeah. i mean and but also like i freak out about the moon. Often i have a song about the moon, i have paintings that i made about the moon like i talk about the moon Way too much to my friends. They're like, "Okay, it's the moon." But I'm like, <laughs> um, "So let's say the moon." Right. I really want to see that movie, Gravity, starring our good friend Sandy. Yeah. Um, she's lost in space. And then let's say, um, how about like a? Uh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. So um, there was this place in New Jersey when I was a kid called Wild West City. I don't even know if it's still there, but it's like fake cowboys. Love
0: it. So we had an. We have a place called Old Tucson. That's the same. Kind that's of like, yeah. Yeah, Wild West City is a really funny... <laughs> There's almost something about it that sounds... Like a strip club? Yes. 100% what I was going to say. read my mind. Uh, that's really funny. Um, Okay, then our next category is going to be three... Oh, I got to go three crushes. Three... Uh, ideally, somebody that people actually know. Okay. Now, they could be people from fiction. It could be like, you know... Elliot from E.T. Right. Uh, it could be a celebrity as themselves. It could be somebody from a book.
2: Okay, I'm going to, let's go with three crushes I've had in my life and maybe still do. Yeah. Um, David Letterman. Great. <laughs> it's going to get a little bit stranger because they're going to get older. Um, John, could be from any era. John though, Williams, the conductor. Uh, I,
0: that is adorable.
2: When I was 10, I met him. I like, was crying. I was so excited. And then, um, and Elijah Wood. Great. Because He's so cute those are all great i had a poster of the war that remember that movie i never saw it but Um, i know the poster weirdly yeah it's probably
0: the same as the video cassette box again guys we do not deal in vhs tapes anymore so i could have just said the dvd but i had the mp3
2: i had the poster because i really liked elijah wood and i thought he had perfect teeth in that poster he has cute teeth yeah because they're not perfect yeah they're perfect
0: <laughs> Same with David Letterman uh, I'm very excited To see how that's All going to pan oh, out with these, with these gentlemen um, What about A Place That You Well let's say This is Let's, let's do this. this is These are three places Where you're on a date With one of Like you, with this person That, that you're going to end up with It's like you're, It's sort of Your perfect day Kind of thing But okay. it's like Three different places Where you guys are, are Hanging out anywhere. Okay
2: Um, let's say, uh, the Santa Monica Pier, Mm -hmm. because I really like ski ball and I like the roller coaster there. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I'll go outside of LA. How about, um, uh, let's go to Rome. Great. Why not? Because let's get some good gelato and a nice pizza. And God damn it. Gelato is delicious. Right. I was in Rome in July, and it was not this July, years ago, but it was so hot. And I just, like, lived on gelato. It was the best. I I was eating it twice a day without
0: question. Yeah. Eating it twice a day when I was in Florence, and I was there for dinner in a movie, and Paul Gilmartin, do you know Paul? Maybe.
2: I know the name. Around. Yeah, I'm sure you've been
0: on the same shows together. He he was eating this... um, Chocolate gelato, and he was so obsessed with the texture of it. He was like, "This texture of this gelato is so amazing!" And he turned to the costume designer and said, "Linda, I want you to make me a shirt from this gelato. (laughs)
2: He just wanted to have it.
0: He wanted to be cloaked in it. He loved the texture of this gelato so much.
2: I also like the idea that, like, you could, if you're hungry, just kind of like eat a little of your shirt. Give a little lick. Yeah. Give a little lick. No one has to know. This is gonna sound so gross." but I always had two braids when I was a kid well I love long Longstocking mm-hmm. but um, uh, one time I accidentally got one of my braids in the Salisbury steak <laughs> and, uh, and uh, that came with the, the school lunch and so it got a little gravy-ish and yeah, then later in the day I realized that there was some gravy on the bottom of my braid and it was kind of awesome and that sounds disgusting I and as I say it I can't believe I just said that I love you for admitting <laughs> that and I feel that I have
0: probably sucked on a braid that also had something in it I can't guarantee guarantee Salisbury steak I that's a home run right yeah. there but it might have been something it's more likely I would have sucked on it because I got like something like dipped it in Kool-Aid or something, <laughs> and just like sucked on the sweet because I had such a sweet tooth when I was a kid I okay so Rome is great that's so true
2: though. what about a <laughs> what about a third a oh, third place a for third a date? date okay how about um like a like a uh like a really what's like a I wanted to say a grassy field, and then my brain went to the grassy knoll, but that's a really weird place for a day, yeah, but, but let's you, go there. Listen,
0: you're going to find out what really happened with JFK and who I know. was on that knoll, it's if anyone. It's pretty
2: amazing. Have you been to the I grassy haven't. knoll? Because there are people that just want to talk about it, and yeah. then you get stuck there for like an hour, just listening to like conspiracy theories, but they're amazing. And usually, those people are like a little crazy, but. It's awesome. Conspiracy theories in general get me real juiced. Like I, I don't, love I'm it. not a,
0: like a, I don't walk away believing them necessarily, mm-hmm. but I get real into when people are like, "Did you realize that JFK was the same age as blah blah?" Like that kind of right. stuff. When people just go down that road, Lincoln, I get super, Yeah, that's yeah. really weird. I those... love all of that stuff. Yeah. In fact, you know what it reminds me of is because I has been I've almost gotten through a, an episode without giving a shout out to Radiolab. There's an episode of Radiolab called Stochasticity. And it's all about the idea that things that, like, h- how you f- how you craft coincidences to seem eerie with all the data that you have that you, like, find the things that are in common and then that's what you present and it makes it seem like there's no
2: way. It has to be conspiracy or something like that. I do that. It's just, really interesting. I usually do that with guys. If I have a crush, I'll be like, but I can't believe that this happened and this. And then why would he be there? Yes, but then it's like, yes. sure, you just, like. You can make up anything. You can make anything but real. That's just
0: looking for magic in real life. Right? And I think that there's something kind of wonderful about that. So that's I, true. I choose to think that it's 100% awesome as well.
2: Um, but okay. did we land on the moon? Uh, <laughs> give me three. Okay.
0: God, I've really, these have been coming so easily to me. What about three foods? that um you have access to whenever you want them that could mean that it's like something that is kind of hard to find in la it could be like an old hamburger place that you love blah 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 or it could just be like i wish i could eat cookies all the time but i get i come down from the sugar high and it's the worst
2: okay so well no
0: ramification food pizza stuff.
2: is like i mean it's the best yeah it doesn't get much better I than i mean that. It's but it, it's best. like a good new york you right. know foldable slice foldable new york slice. yeah got it and then um my mom's spaghetti no doubt, my mom's spaghetti is not like. Not to be confused with her Halloween costume. No, no, not yeah, but although that was also pretty good looking spaghetti. But then <laughs> and then and then, uh, oh God, I mean, I'm pretty simple when it comes to food. Like I, I love anything with red sauce. I don't know, it just mm, yeah. But we are getting very yeah yeah like a pizza food. yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's sort of, hey, hey, well, I... I <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> But then I think, let's... I mean, all right, this is going to sound so like L.A., but you know what I wish we had here, which is like just salads anywhere like new york you can get a salad in any place you know right. when you put your stuff on it and they mix it up and it's like this perfect oh, yeah, salad bowl yeah. i love that yeah so i mean i love custom salads.
0: custom salads there should be more of that have you been to um what is it mrs winston's grocery
2: no what is that
0: oh, get ready to get Where excited okay there's a couple locations okay they're mostly on the west side so okay. for me i use that as like a, i can't believe i have to be on the west side right now i'm so depressed but i'll go to mrs winston's it makes it better the salad bar there <laughs>
2: okay,
0: is like the entire span of this long store it like winds around everything you could ever imagine putting into a salad is in that salad bar no way from like the like fresh salmon to that to like you know to chicken to this to tofu to this to like every legume you've ever seen to every sprout you've ever seen to every nut you've ever i mean it is it is a salad Mecca. Whoa. Frankly, it is a salad Mecca. It's very popular, and I'm excited for you to check out Mrs. Winston's. I'm this podcast totally... was sponsored by Mrs. Winston's. It was not. I wish it were. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Winston's. Mrs. Winston's. I'm totally so going to check it out. Um, okay, tell Thank me when you. to stop. I'm going to make the spiral, and then that's what I count off of.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> she saw that I was down to a dot. One, two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, oh no, was that's... that too
2: many? No, I'm
0: going to make it work. I'm going to put it on pause. I invite you to pee if you need to. Oh, I'm good. Okay. i got to get through this math.
2: Oh, I and made And then it, I I'm going to reveal your, oh,
0: uh, your future, which is most certainly coming true. Okay, good. All right. We, you've got a f- pretty wonderful future. I'm really excited uh, to hear uh, coming it. Coming at you. Um, it's a little disparate, so I'm trying to figure out where to start. That is what happens to me every time I do this. Uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your shack. That you've got on the moon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. First of all, there's never going to be an apartment on the moon because that implies that like suddenly everyone lives on the moon. Right, not right. Because this is an imaginary world where just you live there. Second of all, a mansion that sounds like too complicated. You need the simplicity of a shack for the moon because I'm really just trying to polish up this idea of you getting stuck with a shack.
2: Well, I, I think it's simple. It's humble. Yeah, it's it's you know what. And if you're going to be like looking out onto the world and, and space you might as well keep it simple it's all about the view it's not about what's it's, on the inside it, that's so true it's like a shack of windows can it have a pool by all means thanks
0: by all means <laughs> by all means you have a pool shack uh uh no question about it um so that's really cool uh, if you get uh tired of, of your vacation spot on the moon i welcome you also to uh zing down into a miniature ski slope diorama Awesome, where you can uh, flutter around with with the fake snow, which is very cool.
2: I feel like I'm winning like the, like I something know. amazing right now. I this know, is so like great. it's like
0: all the contests you won back then, but you didn't even have to like call in. Yeah. A number. you just had to show up at my house, which is actually a lot more work. Um, I want to uh, also congratulate you on your ability to, you know, I love this image. I love the image of Kate sitting in her shack on the moon playing the violin. Oh wow. Right? that's
2: pretty great it's kind of wonderful i so glad I know how to play, to play the violin picture. now
0: <laughs> and here's what it's a good thing you have a pool on the moon because you have a polar bear now oh perfect let's revisit because this is very white to me it is you have the ski slope you have the polar bear and you have the moon I'm intrigued. I kind There's of something going am on very there.
2: inspired to paint this picture now. Like, I for real.
0: V- very much encourage you to do so.
2: Because that could be really, I, it's I'm a, gonna. It's, it's very evocative. You can really picture yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna do this
0: illustration and I'm gonna send I'm it to you. I'm so excited about this. And we have a Pinterest account so people can see it there and they can see it on the Facebook page too. And I really like, like this really idea. Awesome. Okay. Um, breaking away from that for a second, uh, I wanna let you know that when you talk about this illustration that you're gonna do, I I know that your best friend Keith Herring is gonna be really oh, excited. Oh, yeah you won keith and your boyfriend elijah wood with his adorable teeth and and his dj skills and his mad dj skills uh is also going to be super on board for this illustration that you're going to do um he'll probably take you out to celebrate to the grassy knoll (laughs) This is what I like to imagine. You guys go on a picnic to the grassy knoll. He opens up the picnic basket and inside is some of your mom's famous spaghetti. Oh! And you guys eat spaghetti together on the grassy knoll and let conspiracy theorists come up to you and entertain you. And that's the entertainment for the evening.
2: You know, this sounds like the perfect day. Not so much the flying kites and and pancakes as much as this right here. That's what you got. This yes. is your guaranteed I can't believe it.
0: future. This I'm, is what is on its way to you.
2: I mean, this is this is so. This makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to make you happy. Babe.
0: That's really what this <laughs> podcast you, is Dan for. <laughs> um,
2: and that's it. That's the
0: podcast. So thank you so much for doing. Oh it. gosh, thanks for having um, me. This was really really fun.
2: I you have I didn't you talk so much great stuff going did. on. If
0: there's anything that you want to tell people, no, please, no, no, no. Uh, if there's anything you want to tell people other than that, they should certainly be following you on Instagram and on Twitter. I don't know how much You can talk about Upcoming projects But I'm very excited
2: um, Yeah I'll, I'll just say that uh, Garfunkel and Oates Will have a new album out Hopefully in early 2014 Early like, like maybe You do a
0: sketch fest show To celebrate Oh new maybe we new Yeah
2: album. I think uh, I think that we're Yeah that would be awesome We're we we uh, we're working on the album And a, a lot more A lot more I'm it's working on a foot. polar bear Moon painting <laughs> I have heard about that <laughs> Yeah it's gonna really be excited to see that It's taking a while But it's you know yeah. <laughs> I'm excited
0: Excited to show you to discuss my. You have thing a polar bear painting there, right there. There is actually something that we'll also tell you about offline. But oh my god! Um, but thanks again for doing the podcast. Thanks guys. for having me. Thanks for listening, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you soon. Goodbye. It's